greater than x. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Xbox Drive episode 286. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Turford, the man on the moose, and I am joined for the first time in a fortnight by Court Lillone. Court, how are you doing on this wonderful, wonderful Friday afternoon, good sir? I'm good. Give me the definition of a fortnight, because I was here like a month ago. I mean, a fortnight is just, you know, a period of time that's far away. Like okay, a, long, a long period of time, that's all. You should get, you should make your chair... Like skin it and have a moose on it, so that you're always a man on a moose. I, I don't like the fact that you just told me to skin my chair core. Like, what? well, you put, you know, put like a skin on it. You know, get a moose skin. Uh, well, I would like you to know that Yarden in the chat says iced coffee is the goat. Yeah, Yarden is incorrect. <laughs> I had to return said iced coffee, and then I went and got myself a uh, chocolate chill because that is the goat. Yeah, you can so, get at uh, the Tim Hortons here, you know, Sean's favorite coffee place. Um, you can get uh, chocolate milk Slurpees, and they're just the greatest thing ever. My God. So folks at home, if you're not, you know, following the epic saga that is iced coffee, you know, Court mentioned on his Twitter that iced coffee is terrible. And, you know, this is where, you know, this is where chaos ensues. When oh, and Fortnite is technically two weeks. Oh, well, there you go. But, uh, Court, before we get into cleaning the garage a little bit, because, you know, it's the Xbox Drive tradition. We got to talk about the weather. <laughs> oh, my God. Toronto is Dude. like so humid right now. It's ridiculous. T-shirts and shorts, buddy. Yeah. And I cleaned my garage right before we started this episode. How will that? How topical? Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that you're able to do that. I uh, hear your pool, your pool is opening soon, maybe. My, my pool is open. I have turned the heater on. Um, I am going swimming all weekend is the plan. Very nice. So you heard it here, folks. You know, Court Lalonde's pool party is happening this weekend. Everyone go over to Court's house. We're going to go jump in the pool together. Ryan, I could invite you and you wouldn't even show up. Probably not because it would involve going outside. And it's There you go. It's hot outside. But, of course, the Xbox driver, we talk about Xbox all the time. So, folks at home, if you want to support the show, there's a number of awesome ways to do that. Number one, if you're watching the live stream right now, right, youtube.com slash carpoolgaming. Or if you're watching the video on demand later, don't forget to like the video, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already, and then ding, 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 ring that notification bell to be notified whenever we go live with new videos or with a live stream like this one that you're watching right now. Also, if you're listening on audio feeds, don't forget to rate us if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or subscribe if you haven't subscribed there already as well. And last but not least, if you would like the audio of our shows a little bit early or just, you know, one big podcast feed with all the Carpool Gaming stuff on it or some exclusive content, you're going to head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash carpoolgaming. Throw a little tip in the old tip jar and out comes content. Well, without further ado, Court, it is time to grab our A-Tracks, pop them in. It is time for the playlist. And uh, honestly, you know, we could talk about other games this week, Court, but I don't think we really need to. Because I don't think we played anything else. I, I've suffered my injury and I can't play my game of choice. Um, I'm trying though. I'm sneakily playing yeah. about 10 minutes. I'm sure you've seen it. I'm playing about 10 minutes a night, um, but it just hurts. I'm old. We mentioned it in the pro show. I'm just old. Yeah. And uh, But I have been playing the game that uh, and I played it with you. We played for yeah. about two hours. We played together. That's yes. the best part about this. So uh, today, friends, we're we're not the whole show is not going to be about Minecraft Legends, but we are talking about Minecraft Legends. We're going to kind of have a little bit of a review discussion here before we get to uh, some of our other topics, especially because Court and I both played the game. 
we played it together um and i'm interested to know especially um court's thoughts on the game um since we do have a full review up on this channel that i did that i put out last night i know court you did you put up a, a review over on three dads right yeah well. yeah mine so mine was out. centered around you know parenting reviews when i do my reviews with three dads in a console it's pretty much giving you the can you play it in front of your kids or with your kids review it's it, because a lot of the games we play over there, like outright games and stuff like that, I'm pretty sure half our audience does not want to play those games. Exactly. So if you want to hear Court's thoughts about it uh, from a family perspective, definitely head over to Three Dads and show Court some love. And, and even if you don't want to hear about it, just go over there and like Yes, the and also we'd like to say before we talk about the review discussion, thank you to our friends at Xbox Canada for sending us a code. Hashtag yes. Xbox review. There you go. Let's get that I, in there. You knew I was just about to get to that too. You beat me to it, but uh, there we go. So we both played it a lot. Game's out next week. So I, so Court, before I, you know, get into all the different things, I want to know surface level thoughts from you. Uh, what did you think about the game just in a broad sense? And were you excited about it kind of coming into it? I was excited about it because of Minecraft Dungeons. So I like RTS games. I was a, uh, a big component on the PC games that I played growing up would be StarCraft um, and, and, and World of Warcraft. Those are the games that I played way back in the day. Um, I love StarCraft. It was one of my favorite games in like SimCities and like Civilizations and all those games. They were just so much fun. They were actually like growing up in the 90s. That was pretty much what you played on PC until the Diablos and everything of the world came out and kind of like blew our minds. Like I don't think people realize how much Diablo – and like games like Doom changed the landscape of video games for a lot of us because it was just like, we can play games like this. But mm-hmm. for the RTS, I fell in love with them. So I was anticipating this, especially after Dungeons, because I thought they did such a great job with that at Mojang. Um, because a lot of times you see TT does this with the Lego stuff. They make pretty much the same game and they just do a different skin. It's like, this is the Harry Potter game. The thing I'm liking what Mojang is doing with Minecraft is they're giving us it almost like a different perspective. Yeah. They're like, hey, you, yeah, we have the basic Minecraft. You can, it's it's choose your own adventure all the time, but here's this, here's that. I'm very curious to see what they do next, to be honest. But yeah, I was anticipating the game. Were you? Yeah, I mean, I thought that we had we were getting a different time of game from the original trailer because the original trailer, if you remember during kind of the Xbox showcase when it was announced last year, when we were in, together in person court, yes. um, it almost looked like a, a Breath of the Wild style kind of third person it action did. game because they didn't show the strategic elements. They just showed you on horseback doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was going to be a different style of game than we, when we actually got it. And w- but when we saw more and more of the, the strategy stuff, I also got excited about it because like you, I also played a lot of real time strategy games you know, if there, there's an old episode of We the Gamer Cast where Sean and I talked about this, how, you know, I was in Pro League for StarCraft for a while. So that oh, wow. show goes to show how much I played StarCraft because I was pretty good at StarCraft. I played it That's a lot. Awesome game. Yeah. So I, I actually love real time strategy games a lot. So when I heard that, you know, we were getting more of this real time strategy Minecraft game, um, I was more excited about it than I was even originally. Um but I will say that I was a little bit worried about how they'd handle some of the controls or if they'd make it too simplistic and things like that. Like I definitely had concerns going in, but for the most part, I was pretty excited for this as well. And then kind of, you know, giving my overarching thoughts, I think the game is pretty good. Like I think that um, there's a lot to like about it. And I do to your point, Court, I like the fact that that Mojang is doing 
something different with Minecraft. Like they are trying new ideas um, in the Minecraft universe and, and really trying a bunch of different styles of games with dungeons, but also even going back to something like Minecraft story mode um, from Telltale, which was kind of like this, you know, Telltale style, you know, adventure game. Um, we had stuff like that. Like I like that they're trying different things with Minecraft and not trying to because you've got Minecraft just on its own and it's just kind of its own thing. And you don't need to really tweak with tweak that for the most part, other than, you know, performance patches. Or if you want to add like some small new things to the game, you can. Um, so I like that they're, you know, taking this IP that people really like and trying to do a bunch of different stuff with it. Yeah, it's not like you can make a Minecraft too. And actually, once you said the Breath of the Wild style, I'm just like, yeah, I think we can do that next, like a whole story driven. Because the one of the aspects I I was a big fan of this is the enemies in Minecraft, the game itself. They're your friends in this, as long as you save them, right? Mm -hmm. um, you're also able to go around and bring them, make them part of your your posse. I was calling it your little team that you're going around with. But I was a fan of playing the single player, and one of the reasons it was because it was an easy game to play while I was just sitting here doing stuff in my office and not having to think too hard about it. Even though I, people, real time straight, I could think almost like chess, you're thinking a little one step or two ahead, but at the same time, you're like, you're building towards something. So I could get lost in it and I played it for, according to my clock, I, I played about 18 hours of this game so far. And I was actually in shock how much I, on the first couple of days where I wouldn't stop playing and I'm like, oh, I want to go back. My daughter would watch me. Um, she tried to jump into Minecraft. She she played a bit of the educational edition and she she liked that but the minecraft the game itself she actually didn't like she but we played dungeons together so she was very excited about this mm -hmm. um i had to teach her a lot so there's what i would say to anybody who has kids this you need to hold your kid's hand walking them through this game yeah. it's not it's not that easy but for us who played these type of games it was easy to pick up on i would say this is the um lower skill version of an rts it's not very hard yeah but like, it is long yes it certainly is which is why an important point i should bring up that i forgot to mention earlier at the time of this recording neither quarter i have finished the game correct and we've we put a lot of time into it but collectively between the two of us but neither of us have actually finished the campaign because it is quite long and i do feel like it does take a long time to do things in this game or longer than I would have hoped anyways. Like I, like I, I almost wish since the, the um, strategy itself is so um, like loosey goosey or so chill. I almost wish that in that same breath, like I almost wish it was more arcadey and you could get through you know, you some mean. of the castle sieges a little bit faster and things like yeah, that. Yeah. Like I changed the difficulty settings purposely to try and speed it up. Mm -hmm. So I went into story mode um, and which was interesting because I usually always play games on easy, but this one, because it was an RTS, I'm like, well, give me a little bit of a, because for strategy wise, I'm like, give me a tiny bit of a challenge. Yeah. But then I felt it was like, okay, I'm just sending waves and waves of guys after it over and over again. Yes, I'm still taking down. I'm still like, okay, you guys go up on this bridge that I've created. You guys go across there. I'm going to send the creepers over here and blow up the front door. Then I'm going to send those, I can't remember what they're called, the guys that just keep punishing everything, the little rock guys. Yeah, the, the like the cobblestone dudes. Yeah, those guys are amazing. They'll just take down any building. But the creepers will, so if you play this game, send your creepers at a door, they'll blow everything up. Then send those guys in and then send your skeletons and your archers in and they'll just hit everything from the back and make sure that your little stone guys can take everything down. But once you, fi I figured out that pattern, it became very easy to just mow yeah. through everything. Especially because at that point too, you know, you know, you're going to finish this battle and you know, yeah. you're going to win. It's just a matter of 
all right, how many dudes do I need to throw at this before, you know, this eventually just happens on its own? Yeah, my my wish is that our posse could be more than 20. Right. Because I think if I could have more than 20 and I could almost separate them better, because on console, you can't. But on PC, you're able to just select those guys. So you can, but there's limits to how that correct. works. Correct. Because- Same with on console, but it's a lot harder. Because I did switch over to PC after playing with you just mm-hmm. to try it out. And that's the only way I'm going to play it now. It's, I was just going to say, console like, game. I think that mouse and keyboard is the way to play this game. You can yes. play it with the controller, but what's interesting, Court, I don't know if you knew this, on Series X, you can actually play with mouse and keyboard. It does have mouse and keyboard yes. support. So I you can totally play it that way too. I mentioned in my review, it has the hookup, but because of my setup in here where I have the Xbox here, but I also have the PC in front of me, I was yeah. just like, okay, I'll just throw on PC Game Pass and just play the game. I will say this, everything carried over. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's fully crossplay. In fact, I, I think it's cross save against across all the platforms you can play on. So it, it, it so PS5, uh, PC, and Xbox uh, Series X and S, yes. But then PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch are the same. Okay, okay. So there is a little bit of a differentiating factor yeah. there. But Court, we got a question from Bowser because I, I, of course, asked for questions about Minecraft Legends, and she asked the question. How is Minecraft Legends as a single player game? So oddly enough, even though Court and I played some multiplayer together, because we wanted to try some of the multiplayer out, you know, we mostly played the game by ourselves. And I think it is totally fine. I think it's a totally serviceable experience by yourself. Like I actually, especially because when you play co-op and and this kind of happened when Court and I played co-op together, like we really weren't doing stuff together Together. like you were on the other side of the map kind of helping me get extra resources while i was going around taking out bases like we so we kind of worked out if it was very interesting how quickly we were able to destroy everything because you didn't have to worry about gathering i'm like all right Mm -hmm. you're like i need diamonds i'm like all right let me figure it out and i like okay it's not like we can look it up i'm like wait a second tundra is where so i went to the tundra area got all the diamonds and i'm just like gathering resources and then i took i went and got us the creepers i was like all right i'll go do that and you just keep taking out the piglins i think you could finish the game a lot quicker if you and i were playing like if i think if we didn't even do the versus mode i think you and i could probably finish this game finish the story in about eight hours yeah i think so too like we actually probably could have co-op this entire experience and then probably finished in time for the review but it actually gave us good perspective about playing the game by yourself because you know there is a lot to manage you do have to go out and get resources now it's not like a minecraft or not a minecraft sorry no it's not like a starcraft where you build you know workers that then go and mine stuff while you You do other things you are the workers so you have to actually assign um you know uh like a uh I can't remember what they're called in the game, but, you know, a little worker to then take down, you know, the stone or chop down all the trees for you or gather the resources for you. And you only have a certain number of those helpers um, at a time. Um, and you actually can, you know, give upgrades to eventually have more of those workers later in the story. Um, but you're, you know, you're out there gathering the resources, you're out there building all the buildings, you're building all the troops yourself, you're then commanding all of them. So there, there's a lot to manage by yourself. So yeah, I would even say a little tip is at the very beginning, when you first start this game, always have them gathering resources as much as humanly possible. Don't have them doing nothing. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, you should be using them as, as much as possible whenever possible, even if you're, you know, near your max resources, there's always, um, things you can spend your money on in this game. But I overall court, I think that the single player itself is totally fine. You can totally have a good time by yourself. I think it's going to take longer to get things done as we kind of mentioned by yourself, but I think it's still a pretty good time 
by yourself. Do you, yeah, would you agree? I, I, if I, oh, 100%. If I had to start, I would say I would love to do a co-op. Like I, I'm debating whether I teach my daughter really much about this game. Like have her sit at the PC and me sit here at my Xbox and we just play this game. And I just have her doing the resources part because I think I can smash through it. Mm-hmm. The the only mode that I wasn't a big fan of was this is the the one v one. I just yeah. I just felt it was like at the, at one point I what did I say to you? Just kill me. Like let's yeah. just get this over with. <laughs> That's true. We'll get into that in a second. I just want to bring in I can't see from the chat real quick. Who says from what I heard on another Xbox podcast, you can save Ooh, villagers no eventually. Xbox podcast and and they can gather for you. So it actually doesn't work. In the way that that you're kind of saying in the chat here, what ends up happening is you can save other villagers and they will reward you sometimes with a chest in their village that yes. has resources in it. But you have to travel to that village to go get it. Correct. And it's, you know, a periodic kind of thing. Um, and it's random resources that they get you. Yeah. And like sometimes you don't need the, it. That's why you, I, I wouldn't it, rely on those resources. Exactly my point is what I'm trying to say is it's not like it's not like th- that takes over and then you don't have to resource gather anymore. Like it, it, it you know, complements the resource gathering that you're doing yourself, especially if you're when you first start out, you've got to build walls around each village that you save. And that's one of the things that I didn't know at the beginning. And then because the piglins talk at night, that that's the first thing you do. Like if you save a village, your first thing you should do is fortify the living daylights out of it. Yeah. And that uses up a ton of wood and a ton of stone. So you're always gathering. So yeah, I, I would think maybe those villagers gathering things maybe is like a bonus eventually because yeah. Yeah, I never, I never counted on it as something that I could use. Yeah, it's not. It, again, it's not like it, it's the defining factor. It's just like it's it's a it's a nice bonus every yeah. once in a while for you know saving the villages. So um, that that's why I would, you know would t- treat it that way. But yeah, you are always do- gathering the resources. But moving on to what you you know a point you mentioned before, we should talk about the multiplayer because that's something we didn't talk talk too much about about in our, either of our reviews because I wanted to save it for our discussion when we were both here. So um, during the review period, you know, Court and I played together. Um, we played co-op for a, for a bit and, you know, had a chill time playing that, but we did play the one-on-one mode. Now, to be fair, you can play four versus four or any combination in between that. So you could do, I think you could probably do two on two and have a good time. And I think we both agreed four, four V four would probably be the best way to play that. Yeah. Like you where each of us kind of builds our own fortress. And the idea is we have to take down each other's fortresses. And especially because there's um, two pickling camps that'll be close to each where they start you. And as they, as you attack those pickling camps, they get better and more aggressive. And what was happening is Ryan was attacking mine and I was attacking his near his. And we were just so confused. We're like, why are they keeping, and it's because Ryan's attack. And it was just, it, I don't know. It just, it it felt like it was taking forever. Cause at one point we literally said to each other, like, we could do this forever and no one's yeah. going to win. Well, it got to the point in court. We were like, cause I actually recorded the entire thing. Cause there's actually video of it in my review when, when I talked about it. Oh yeah. Um, I saw you when you beat me and you killed me. You put that in the review conveniently. I, I, did you also notice the fact that I left in the part where you murdered me? Oh yes. I saw that too. Yeah. See, I did you murder you. I, 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 I was you. fair. I murdered I Ryan, everybody. I killed yeah. him. And but, you know, I took revenge and destroyed Quartz Fortress. But um, but it was also like, you know, that was an hour and 20 minutes into our game. Yeah. Like that. And, and we like in theory, if Court put up more of a fight, like we could have been there for three hours. I literally decided I was like, fortress. I want the achievement. Like, we're just going to let this go. Yeah. And then there yeah. was no achievement for it. No, it was just an achievement. We got an achievement when we played co-op. That was yeah. where the achievement came from. Exactly. Like, okay. like we had, that was our one achievement that we got for playing together. Um, so again, like I think the versus mode can be fun, but don't 
Don't play it one on one. I'm curious for us to maybe try it out at some point. Is it, to get like hey, we could make this, it like a carpool gaming out. event where we could do four v four. Yeah, after this fun. game comes out, I'm curious to try that mode again because I think it could be really fun if you have four four v four. But we just didn't have enough people we could link up with during the review period to kind of make that happen. But there's another mode court that I don't know if you got a chance to try. I talked about this in my review, so you might know where I'm going with this already. Did you get a chance to check out Lost Legends and Myths? I did. I got to I got to download the one free one that was from the store. Yeah. This is the section, <clears throat> excuse me, that I think is going to be very cool because I also was reading um because they put it there in text, but there's nothing there. It seems like they're gonna allow users to create missions and myths. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very cool. Like that means this game is almost like endless because it's procedurally generated. So every map is going to be different. But if people are able to create all these like different scenarios as we used to get from like civilizations, yeah, I think that's a lot of fun. Yeah, like I, I'm interested to see where they go with it. I think they could have like a bunch of different ideas. It kind of reminds me going back to our StarCraft example, Court. Like it yeah. reminds me of the StarCraft arcade well, where, you know, users would create different scenarios for StarCraft that you could the, play through. The story mode itself, I was like, okay, it's Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like it's Lord of the Rings. Like that's yeah. the story. It kind of Like is, literally it's the story of Lord of the Rings without, with, without the hobbits. Like, I don't know. I was yeah. laughing. So the main reason I bring up Lost Legends and Myths is I actually think the mode that's there right now, the free one that, that we were both able to play, I think that would actually be really fun with four players as well. Because yes. um, the one that's there right now is basically a 20-wave horde mode where you mm-hmm. have like one, you, you have your fortress in the middle and there's three piglin camps and you're kind of fending off waves and waves of different uh, different piglins. I learned if you you can funnel them. So yeah. if you have it, so the walls, because they'll, they're not the smartest of the piglins. You can actually yeah. funnel them into like an area and you just keep attacking them when they go in the funnel. Yeah. I, I learned basically to do that, but also have like, just have instead of castle walls, I just had the walls just be towers and like different styles of towers, like the sentry towers or, or, or like the short range and the long range towers and kind of mix them together because they would just run into the towers and, you know, try and attack them, but they would just get mowed down that way and then eventually it got to the point where you know by like wave 16 where there were 400 piglins attacking you at a time i was like well all right i guess i gotta start building units now in order to kind of you know keep them at bay at this point especially because when you got like the you know the elephant riders and stuff like that like you can't take them down with you know your main character um so i actually i thought that mode was really fun um and that's another thing i would love i think would be really fun if you had four people as well as to do something like that um, so I, I'm really interested to see how they approach that with monthly content. Um, cause again, Mo Yang is going to be putting out, uh, things monthly and then it'll be interesting to see kind of what the Minecraft community kind of puts together. And I think it's going to be great. Cause what they do over on the Minecraft itself, when I was reviewing education edition, I could see a lot of different, um, user created stuff. And I thought it was very cool. Yeah. Exactly. I think there's some really interesting ideas that could go with, with this. So, um, before we kind of round out this conversation court we got a couple other questions that i get to we got the muffin mon aka kevin ainsworth who asked the question if i hate minecraft and he did hate with capital letters there uh minecraft with to be fair kevin hates a lot of things that's true so if kevin hates minecraft with the passion of a thousand suns is there any chance he will enjoy this game so if he likes rts's yes because i don't find it like i don't play minecraft and i enjoyed this game that was the point I was about to make because I know, Court, you had mentioned before, like, you're not a Minecraft person. No. You like Minecraft Dungeons, but yeah. it, but you didn't like that game because it was Minecraft. You liked no. it because it was a fun game. Correct. Um, and I think, you know, similarly, similar things can be said about this. Like, I think 
You don't have to be into Minecraft to like this. I think you'll probably absolutely enjoy it more if you're into Minecraft. Correct. But I don't know. I don't think you have to be to have a good time with this game. I think it's pretty fun on its own. Um, and I think if you don't like Minecraft, I think you should give it a, give it a try. Just to, because, it, but it also depends on what you hate about uh, Minecraft. As hey, well, it's day it, and date on Game Pass. Like this is my rule about that kind of stuff is you could try it for an hour. You don't like it, don't play it again. That's true, but I'm gonna. That's we're gonna have to. You're, I'm leading to something else in a second here. Okay. Um, but I will say this: like it just depends on what you hate about Minecraft. Because if you hate the aesthetic of Minecraft, then obviously you know that this isn't gonna change your mind about this. Um, but if you you know like RTS is like Court said. I think you're probably going to enjoy this game a lot. Um, But then court, the question I have for you is because there's a lot of people that are maybe playing on other platforms. Like I know that we have people who listen to this show who specifically tell us they don't play games on Xbox or don't have an Xbox, but they listen to our takes on games anyways. Um, I want to know from you, do you think this game's worth it? Even if you don't have a game pass subscription, because this game is like a $60 Canadian game. So I think it's like yes. 50 yes, American but dollars. If, but I would put the caveat on, if you're a fan of Minecraft or you're a fan of RTSs, mm-hmm. I don't see why you wouldn't enjoy this game. Right. That's that's my caveat. If if you're like, oh, I don't like either, but maybe I'll give it a try, don't. Like mm-hmm. I, as someone that has that I have to try things that Matt or, or Ryan suggest sometimes, and I do play them to see, like – I'm going to play the new Final Fantasy. You heard it here. It's happening. I'm going to play it. Um, but I have the luxury of like, you know, Game Pass or PlayStation Plus or, you know, yeah. possibly getting a review code to try these things. But I would say, you know, no. If you if you're if you've got to only buy one game, you got this or Star Wars. Yeah, I was going to say this does, you know, present a bit of a problem where this game is coming out in kind of a tough time frame because you do have you know to your point court you've got jedi uh survivor you've got redfall coming up you've got zelda like there's a lot of competition coming out in the next month and i do think if you are on switch or on playstation i do think it's a tougher ask if you don't have game pass like right away at least day one anyways i do think the game's really good and you'll enjoy it if you enjoy rts games but i do think that you know it is kind of a it might be just a wait for sale kind of game if you're also and dungeons also, went on sale a ton so there's that yeah yeah just yeah you know also you can get it um court i will say kind of going back to something we we're saying earlier i do also recommend if you are thinking about picking this game up honestly if you have a pc that can play yeah. it you should play it there because i do think you know mouse and keyboard is the way to go with this i can't even imagine trying to play this game on switch court like and, and see what that's going to be like especially because i point this out in my review there's some loading times in this game, like even on, you know, Series X that, that yep. you're, there's, there's about 10 seconds of loading when you load the map, as an example. Well, because it is procedurally generated. Right. On okay. Series X. But can you imagine a, a console that doesn't have a solid state drive, how long that would take? Like, I'm curious to see how that how those load times actually well, are. That's just like I, I'm a I'm a fan of Diablo and I, I played it on consoles. But man, nothing beats playing Diablo on PC. It's just yeah. I don't know, man. It's just better on PC. I just don't love on Diablo on PC with all the mouse clicking. I, I like I, that's why I'm excited for Diablo Four on PC because it actually has controller support. Because I do like playing Diablo with controller more than interesting mouse and keyboard. Um, but definitely for Minecraft Legends, I think you're gonna want to play with 
messing yeah. keyboard. Especially game. after when I tried it, after you played, and I went in and tried it. I'm like, oh my god, I felt more yeah. efficient. It's if way, that if that like yeah. I just felt more efficient playing the game. Yeah, like there's there's B roll during my review of me trying to build towers and castle walls with the controller, and it's kind of like a clunky kind of build. Like you can tell I'm struggling a little bit mm-hmm. versus me running around the map building towers and stuff like that, like using my mouse to do all that stuff. Like it's just it was just way easier on mouse and keyboard, yeah. I think, with this game. Um, so then Steve, Steve Vagvari over on the Twitter asks us the question, uh, what do you think piglins take, taste like court? Swish LA ribs. Got to put in the plug. Of course. Of course. Yeah. They, I they come with the sauce dinner. and everything. Is that I how that works? I am going to Swish LA tonight for dinner. It's Man, right I, beside where I'm picking up my car. So I'm definitely had, going. I haven't had Swish LA in a while, court. I feel like I, I need pr- to I have it like at least point. twice a month. Yeah. We just don't, there's not one that's like close to where I live. So it's, you know, a little bit difficult. I think the piglins though, they taste like bacon, like crispy bacon court, uh, you know, on a nice summer day. It's kind of what they, I think they taste like. Crispy bacon on a nice summer day? Look, okay. okay. I like to use the words to describe things. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, before we close this out, court, any final thoughts on Minecraft Legends before we kind of move away from, it's, from this It's discussion? fun. Yeah. I, that's, it's what, it's just fun. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? And if it's on Game Pass, like, just why not? Just go give it a try. Yeah, I agree. It's a lot of fun. And if you're looking for, like, the perfect, in quotations, podcast game, like a game that you, yeah. where you can kind of just relax, you know, turn your brain off. Like, I think this is, like, the, the perfect game for that. Especially because, again, you're not really, like, there's story there, but it's, you know, very paper thin. Yeah, and you're only getting attacked at night. So, you know, like, it starts getting darker. You're like, okay, yeah. about to get yeah. attacked. And it'll tell you. You can go on your map and it's like, here's where you're being attacked. It's it's very easy to, you know, just have a good time with this game. So, yeah, I think we both recommend y'all should check it out. And again, check out our reviews both on the main channel and uh, on Quartz Channel if you want to hear more of our thoughts about the game. And I'm sure we'll probably be talking about Minecraft Legends again on the show in the coming weeks as we, you know, ju- dive into it more. Because, I, again, I want to dive into it again when the game goes live next week. Um, so then maybe we can, you know, do some more of the multiple. Yeah, I want to try four on four. Like, I want to try it because I think yeah. it would be a lot of fun. Exactly. Because we got you, me, Sean, Seth, Matt. Like, there's a lot of us that have Game Pass. I think we could have a good time with it. I think so, too. I think so, too. All right, let's slam the brakes on this conversation. It's time for some breaking news. We got three kind of quick news stories we got to get to. One might not be quick, but we'll see. Well, we'll see. One goes really slow, unless it was at 60 frames per second. Um, Jesus Christ, Court. So first up... Ubisoft Plus multi-access is now available on Xbox, offering Ubisoft collect, uh, Ubisoft's catalog of games as well as day one releases as part of your game uh, as part of your subscription to the service. You need to sign up on the Ubisoft website, and it will cost you twenty two ninety nine Canadian a month for eighteen ninety nine US or eighteen ninety nine US uh, court. As you know, the resident Ubisoft guy here at Carpool Gaming, I, th- I think we can you know give you that crown. Yeah, uh, I think so. I love Ubisoft games. There you go. What do, what do you think about this news? Because we, we heard that, you know, Ubisoft Plus was coming to Xbox forever ago. It's finally mm-hmm. here. Not the way we were kind of expecting, but what do you think about this? Well, that's, see, that's the one I don't understand. They said this from day one, the initial news release, everything about it, everybody misconstrued it, and they were all like, oh, it's coming to Game Pass. And then Ubisoft had to come out and go, no, that's, yes, the way Xbox announced it made it sound like that, but no, that is not what's happening. The service is going to be available on Xbox consoles. 
That's what they said. So I knew right from the start that there was it was not going to be on Game Pass. And then I think when it finally did launch, one, my only thing is I'm like, took way too long. From the yeah. time they told us it was going to happen, and they told us when you and I were at the showcase, remember I was talking about it yeah. there. I was like, oh, I'm going to get this. To the finally the time it comes out, and I'm like, what? Like, what? I don't understand. Like, you, you, why did yeah, it take so long? It was and almost in a full year. Yeah. So for me, right now, is there a reason to get it? If you haven't played all the backlog of Ubisoft games, yes. But if you have, like myself, for me right now, I have zero reason to sign up for the service. Zero. Yeah. Because I there's think, no game coming out anytime soon. Yeah. Like, I think when Assassin's Creed Mirage comes out, it's think, worth getting. I think it's worth getting at that point rather than buying the game, especially, especially because you're going to get Avatar at the same time. So well, not only games. that, but like we also kind of know that, you know, from the history that Ubisoft games go on sale a lot. Yep. And and one of the things people know about that is, you know, not wanting to buy, you know, Ubisoft games day one. So now you don't have to. You just you sign up for the subscription. You play as long as you want to play. And then you you kind of unsubscribe from there if you're now you're, not you're also it. able to use this on PC. So it's a lot like games. So you're. It's yeah. console and PC. Um, I do, I do, and it's and it's, it's wherever it's available. Eventually, it's supposed to be coming to PlayStation as well. I just I look at what's already on Game Pass, and we already have a ton of Ubisoft classics on there, and like some great Assassin's Creed games that are in there. Yeah, I at this point, I'm just like, what? Like they they already saturated Game Pass and PlayStation Plus with their games, and now they're trying to ask for money, and I just. I, I feel like they're just taking – it's a stumble. Like yeah. they should never have done the classics on either service and they should have just done this. And I think they would have got more subscribers from it. But this, yeah. they're bringing out with no game coming out. Avatar and Mirage are coming out. It's Ubisoft doesn't bring out games until after September. Like that's just the thing. Yeah. And then uh, Heartland, which is a game I'm extremely looking forward to, is free to play. You won't yeah. need this service. So I'm just like, I don't know, man. I mean – and also we're working under the assumption that Mirage and – you know, Avatar both come out this year too, because that's yeah, if it's a possibility. My fantasy critic says so. They're coming out. Mind <laughs> you, I had to drop Justice League. Jesus, uh, it's fine. It's fine. But I also think you know, there's all. But at least you get Just Dance Court. Just Dance. Uh, as as a as a father, my daughter loves that game. See, there you go. The Canto was in the new one this year. We we were jamming to that. Don't yeah. talk about Bruno. Yeah, exactly. So I th I think this service. Because again, I see a lot of people upset about this online, and I think it's just one of the, especially because the price is more than Game Pass for this. But when you weigh in the fact that it's brand new games, that's why it's 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 100%. as expensive as it is. So also, Ryan, the internet likes getting mad about things that doesn't matter. And oh, we'll time. get to that in a second with our next two stories. But I do, but yeah. So I think this service is going to be one hundred percent worth it, and bookmark the, this website when you know Mirage. Or Avatar come out later this year. Oh, because you're gonna you're gonna want to have it for when. And when Ubisoft out. finally goes back onto all cylinders, and think about it, we used to get like Assassin's Creed and Far Cry, and like the amount we're getting there in the next three years, we're supposed to get four different Assassin's Creed games. Like, yeah, the service will be worth it. It just isn't right now. Yeah, exactly. Like I think this would have been, you know, much better received if like we we got Prince of Persia like we were supposed to, yep. and Skull and Agreed. Bones like we were supposed to. Like yep. if those games hadn't got delayed, I think this service would have been. A lot better received anyways. But Agreed. Moving on to poor receptions court. Arcane have announced that Redfall will be launching with its quality mode only, meaning on Xbox Series X, it'll run at 4K 30 frames per second with Series S running at 1440p at 30 frames per second. A 60 frames per second performance mode is being added to the game 
at a later date. Oh. So, speaking of things that the internet was upset about, who doggy? People were not happy about this. I think they have the right news. to be. Yeah. I think this is a bad, this is another misstep, this gen for Xbox. They do so many things good. So many. Um, you know, the recycle controller, the hap- like the little things they do with the console. Like the console is the better of the two. Mm-hmm. When you put apples to apples and the the graphics capabilities and the sound capabilities, it's the better of the two. It's the one I use more. It's the one I use more of the two. But for some reason, with their first party releases this gen, it's just like they just keep stepping on themselves over and over. Like they, they just just delay it. Just delay it. Do not put it out, especially with Aaron Greenberg putting out that tweet when it like months ago or whatever, games are always going to, first party games are always going to be 60 frames per second. Well, guess what? You had a bungled Halo Infinite release and it's real. That's a real thing. The amount of the Halo fans that want to think that's not a real thing. It definitely was a bungle. And now you're about to do this to Redfall and you're going to put it out against some of the heaviest hitters of the year. Talking about Zelda. Yeah. And you like, what are you doing? You are, you just, why? Why do these things? Yeah. Well, especially like, with its focus on multiplayer and and, and 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 I feel like it would be different if it was a different style of game. Like if it wasn't a first person shooter, like if it, if it was a, like a third person action adventure game or something like that, like something that, you know, wasn't as fast paced, then I think you could probably get away with something. Like 100%. This. I think it'd be totally fine. Like if it was Gotham Knights, for example, because I do think, you know, as much as people complain about it, we saw it in sales where people were totally fine playing that well, game. As someone that loves that, that game was great as long as I wasn't riding a vehicle. Exactly. When, as soon as I rode a vehicle, I'm like, oh my God, this game is terrible. Yeah. That's why like, I think if it was a different style of game, I think this would be a different conversation because I, I would actually be more prone to defend a move like this if it was a different style of game. But fast paced first person shooter like this one where you're killing vampires and it, it's, you know, it's multiplayer Heck, co-op. I'm pissed that it's not like, 120 frames per second. I'm just so confused and I, I don't understand the reviews and the previews that everybody got to see. You have people that are very big, like Xbox rah-rahs, that are pissed because the preview event was 60 frames per second 4K on PC. Well, not just that. Every piece of footage we've seen from this game has been 60 60 frames frames per second second. because it's been all the PC footage, which is why, like, you know, ultimately, if you're going to play this day one, it sounds like PC is going to be the best way to do it. Um, But yeah, to your point, like, I almost wish that um, they delayed just the console release and then still released it on PC if you want to release it. But then have maybe the console release come later whenever this. It's it's just when it's a new IP. I just don't. It frustrates me. This is a new IP. You want to give it its best foot forward. And I was uh, excited about this game. I thought it looked cool. I'm a big Far Cry fan. And everything about this game looks like Far Cry with zombies. So I was like, with with vampires, sorry. And I was like, I'm excited about this game. I love the the different areas. It was like, the thing I love about Game Pass is like, okay, you have this game. You have this game. We can all just play the game. I just, I don't understand. It's, oh man, it yeah. frustrates me. Exactly. So I mean, you know, I feel like my, my, our, if our secret, like if we were just normal consumers court and if I didn't have a brand new PC, honestly, this probably would be like a, I would wait until the performance patch is over before I jump into it. Um, you know, but because I have like a new PC, like I'm definitely still, you know, probably still going to play it day one. I'm just still on playing PC it day one on console. And I'm hoping that I don't know. I'm hoping I probably the worst part is if we didn't have this and they just said it was 30 frames per second from the beginning, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. They waited uh, to the last moment to tell us, and that sucks. Yeah. 
it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, um, and that's the thing. And blah, blah, blah in the chat brings up a good point. Man, I get why people care, but I'm so over frame rates. As long as it's consistent, that's all I, I need personally. And I, and I definitely get that. Um, like, I, I'm glad it's at least, you know, it sounds like even if they're, they are doing 30 frames per second, it sounds like, you know, it is hopefully going to be constant at 30 frames per second. I hope so. Yeah. And, I, and I do think, you know, that is a good point. You know, we do get a little bit in the weeds sometimes with stuff like this. But it's just, you know, knowing from past experience, this type of game, that's the main reason why, you know, I think Court and I are a little upset about it. So and it's, it's not like, you know, we're it's just also trying to once, once you mod. get once you get to play something that's that and then you try and go back, it's tough. Like I, I yeah. joked to my, my wife, we got free up. We were going to Florida um, a month ago and we got upgraded for free into first class. Mm. I know that I can't afford it and I know I'm not going to do it again. But man, it was nice. Yeah. It was very nice to get. I was like, I said to my wife, I'm like, I don't think I can't go back. I can't get on a plane again. Like, I can't do this. Yeah. Because once you get that nice thing, it's tough to go back to the other thing. Mm -hmm. And it also, and, and, you know, this is the other point I wanted to make with this. It's just the other reason why I wish it was just their day and date is because whenever this performance patch, you know, eventually drops later in the year, it almost reminds me of the problem that we have with DLC sometimes, Court, where, you know, we don't. Like DLC comes out so late into a game's life cycle sometimes that you just don't want to go back to it. And I, I'm that's my worry about this game is that, you know, this patch comes out, you know, let's say in six months after the game's release. Like, will people really want to go back to Redfall then at that point with Good point. The, the patch that is there? Like the, the like all of the heart, the, the, the marketing and the hype for the game is kind of gone at that point, I feel like. And that's kind of, you know, my other the the, the other reason why I just wish whenever this released is when when we were getting this patch like that's that, that that's just my my two cents on that but moving on court we got to talk about this other thing and uh again this was a rumored story for a long time i know you you and seth have talked about this on you know carpool weekly um a few times anyways but we have the official news now wb has officially announced that the suicide squad killed the justice league has officially been delayed to february 2nd 2024 again jeff grubb had been saying for a while that you know he'd been hearing you know from people at wb that this game was being delayed until next year and we now officially have the news um honestly i think you know this is a good move for the game uh again it was in like kind of like redfall what we talked about in a really tough window especially i actually think it was in a tougher window because it's it was coming out after zelda came out yeah but like uh, the week before diablo 4 yeah, and street point. fighter good like, point yeah, there was no way like this game w was, you know, going to get the the time the, the, the time it really deserved anyways. So I'm glad that like I actually think that this is actually like a good move for the game. And I hope that, you know, this hope that this means that when it comes out, the game has a smooth launch. People have fun with it. And I'm, I'm I am excited to maybe play it next February. But what do you think about this news score? Because I'm curious. Well Jason Schreier put out a pretty good tweet just saying like for everybody who thinks they're trying to get it, get away from everything that we saw and we didn't want, they don't have enough time to do that. No. So all they can do is the polish factor. Um, they could probably change the enemies and not be all purple hitboxes that everybody was complaining about. My only thing about this is I love the DC world and I was like, okay, I'm going to play this game regardless. So I'm their, yeah. I'm their audience that's just going to play the game. But 
I just wish there wasn't because of who's making it. It's Rocksteady. I just wish there wasn't a whole gear thing. Yeah. It is what it is. I saw someone put out a funny tweet. They were like, um, WB goes to Rocksteady and they say, hey, we want you to make a new game. And they're like, cool, we got this Superman game we want to do. And they're like, so how do you do gear with Superman? And WB and Rocksteady's like, well, we can't do gear with Superman. And they're like, well, figure out a game you can make gear with. And then they show a screenshot of Justice League. And I was like, oh, man. Like, because yeah. uh, imagine the, rumor, the different a, Superman as, suits you could get. Court as a as a Rocksteady fan and of their games, I love the Batman series. And originally, we all thought we were going to get a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and that turned out that really were working on that, and then it just just fell through. Which is just like, what? <laughs> like every time I play Gotham Knights, I'm like, this would have been better as a Ninja Turtles game, but uh, we didn't get our Superman game, and now we get this. So I'm hoping it's good. Yeah, I'm hoping. All all I'm doing is hoping. Instead of dunking on it before I play it, no. I'm gonna play it. I'm just yeah. going to play the game. That's and if I, I don't like, like it, like Gotham Knights, it is what it is. That's why I actually think like this is a positive move. I'm actually like, I actually think this is a good move for the game. I think it's going to lead to, you know, better success. And I'm actually excited for it for, for next year, even though it's a long ways away. Like we've got a, like nine more months before it's coming out. I am excited for Goth- uh, for uh, Suicide Squad, kill the Justice League next year. Last but not least, Court, we got a lot of some of our friends into the car with us. It is time for the carpool. We got three listener questions this week, so let's run through them. We got Darth Stridius, who asked the question for you, Court. He asks, would Court play more Xbox if they were cheap thousand gamer score games? I think he doesn't know. Court actually plays more on Xbox than he does on I, PlayStation. I was just going to say that. Like, I may uh, hope a PlayStation show, and I love my PlayStation first parties, but... I love NHL. I play that on Xbox. I usually play where the game is better, and a lot of times third-party games run better on Xbox, so I play them there. Yeah. In fact, actually, we're, we have like kind of like a fun dichotomy this week, Court, because you're the guest who hosts a PlayStation show who mostly plays on Xbox, and I'm the host of this show who mostly plays on PlayStation, but is the host of the Xbox podcast. But I have been playing a lot of PlayStation because of MLB's show being the, the best right. game of, until I hurt my arm. And yeah. Burning Shores is coming out. So I'll be going back. It just all depends. But usually my third-party stuff I play on Xbox. Usually. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's got something better on PlayStation or it's got something there. Mm-hmm. And, and to be fair, I mostly play third-party ga- games on Xbox as well. It's just one of those things where almost every game that I've been super passionate about this year didn't RPGs. release on Xbox, so I couldn't play it there if I wanted to. <laughs> like like I, I, I still say PlayStation is has the best by a mile first party games there is. I, mm-hmm. I for me at least, there's nothing better. And I also think that they launched their streaming service better, but that's also because Game Pass was there and showed them the path. But still, Game Pass is a good service, but PlayStation launched better, and it could probably over time yeah. overtake it. Also. You know, there are actually a lot of cheap, fast, and gamer score games on Xbox. 100%. Like, I, as someone that plays all the outright games, games, and I play them on both consoles, like, give me a break. Yeah. Or there's a lot of visual novels on Xbox that have been coming as well, where you can actually get through them pretty quickly for fast and gamer score. So I don't think that's what's keeping Court away. In fact, I actually think maybe that maybe Court plays more of those. Who knows? But Yeah. Well, I've been playing a lot on PlayStation because I just, I just finished Dead Space yesterday. Nice. And that was on PlayStation nice. 5. Well, next up, we got Naga Chaka who asked the question, what is the best fishing game on Game Pass right now? And why is it Moonglow Bay? It's Dreamlight Valley all day long. Okay, Understandably I'm, I'm, so. It's definitely, that's see, that's a game I play literally every day with my daughter on Xbox because it's on Game Pass. Yeah. 
I'm glad at least one of us has an answer to that question because I don't play any fishing games. So yeah, it's the only fishing game I play. So that's the only answer I had. Yeah. The closest I have to an answer to that question is playing uh, as the, as a, a fisher profession in final fantasy 14 and just going around the world and fishing. Mind uh, you, there's a new bass game coming to PlayStation plus. So it's a fishing God. game, I guess. My God. And last but not least, I can't see ask the question, do you think the next iteration or of or a successor to the Series S will be a handheld? And I know that I can't see linked a YouTube video um, where someone was crunching the numbers talking about the idea of, you know, the Series S um, benchmarks that the, that um, games need to be able to run at um, could in theory be, you know, ported into like a, 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 handheld, like a handheld shell. Um I personally don't think that Xbox is going to go down the road of doing a handheld. No. Yes, in th- in theory, you could, you know, make a handheld with the Series S specs and be able to, you know, make that work. But I personally don't feel like that's the direction they're going in. I think the rumors are true that they're trying to figure out every way possible to get Windows onto the Steam Deck. And that's that'll that's their uh, entry into handheld and just have their app there. They seem to play very um, nice in the sandbox with Gabe Newell. He speaks very, very fondly of Xbox whenever he has a chance. So I think that's their avenue into handhelds. And I think the next Series S is the is Series X, and they'll sunset the S. They will have the X, and they'll have their XL or their their whatever they want to call it. The next Series S is the X. It's a small console anyways. As someone that travels for work, mm-hmm. the Xbox Series X is small. It travels yeah. very well. It like v- extremely well. It's it's crazy how well that thing travels. So I think the next S is the X, and I think the next handheld 100% in a year from now, we will be able to play Xbox games, Game Pass games on the Steam Deck like it's nobody's business. It yeah. won't be a, a side load to do it. It'll be mm-hmm. native. Yeah. And I think if Microsoft ever was to go down the road of doing a, a portable, I actually think it's more likely that they do something like a, like a streaming device, almost like the, the Logitech. Um, or that thing that PlayStation is doing that only Nagachaka wants. There's that too. Like, yeah. I, I think that that's the direction they go in versus a dedicated portable. But I mean, I would be interested in seeing something like that. I think that'd be cool. If they didn't do VR, I just don't see them getting into that world. That's just, I, yeah, they, they don't take a lot of chances. They're having a hard time putting games out. Let's not worry about other things they can do. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Redfall running at 1440p at 30 frames per second is actually pretty good for Series S. That's only one one little step below. Series uh, S is a, the, Series is X. the little little console that could. Like it does yeah. some things that are pretty impressive. I had one. It was it put, was good. Put that on the box. Cortland Bond, Carpool Gaming. It does things. It, it does, does things. things. Yeah. Well, anyways, I think that's going to wrap up the show this week. So, the court, thank you so much for, for hopping for on me. in the car with me this week. I really appreciate you coming Was on I the driving, show. I guess? Because you don't drive, so I was driving the car. The car just drives itself at this point, okay? It's fine. Uh, where, court, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Court Lalonde, or you can find me at Carpool Gaming on Twitter, or every Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. now, so that I don't cross over with a certain show that I'm on right now, at Three Dads in a Console on YouTube. Very nice, my friend. As for me... You can find me on Twitter at Ryan Turfer. You can also find us on Twitter at Carpool Gaming at YouTube at YouTube.com slash Carpool Gaming and on podcast services around the globe. So for Coat Alone, I'm Ryan Turfer. This has been episode 286 of the Xbox Drop. Only 14 more episodes till episode 300. And we're out. The Xbox Drive is fueled by patrons over at patreon.com slash carpoolgaming. And we want to say thank you to all of our patrons, starting with our ultimate producers, Robbie Bobby Miller, 
please subscribe to Robbie Bobby Miller's Twitch channel over at twitch.tv slash Robbie Bobby Miller today. Trucker Sloth, Tony Baker from the Quest for Pixels podcast. Please subscribe to them over at youtube.com slash Pixels. Jonathan Brown, the new album from PME is called Video Game Boy. It's available now on Spotify and Apple Music. Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. Links are in the show notes. Please make sure to support these ultimate producers. Our platinum producers, Marcus McCracken and RJ Kern. And our gold members, Anna, Bowser, Cecily Carroza, Dallas Robbins, Drellish, Emily O'Kelly, Foolish Fuji, Jonas Young, Jose Jimenez, Marcus O'Neill, and Tim Pallon. Thank you all for all of your support, and if you're interested in joining on up, head on over to patreon.com slash carpoolgaming and choose the tier that's right for you.